Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. We're breaking through to the other side. You are listening to Bonnie Albers on air, and I am your host, Bonnie Albers. I'm so excited to be back. This is the first show I've been able to put on this week. Monday, I tried to put on my early show, and that just didn't happen. So I am so happy to be back with you. Thank you for all my callers and chatters. We have a fabulous new to this show guest that is just so unbelievable. I am so happy to have her. But before I actually ask Deb to step in, I want to tell you a little about her. Deb Hawken is from the UK. She is an author, a life coach, a speaker, a medium, and I love what she calls herself. She says she's a life mechanic and unexpected medium. Like, come on, that is so cool for me. Uh, the minute I saw that, you know I had to put her on. Anyway, I am not going to uh, hold up Deb from coming on. I just have a lot of callers. I'm going to find her. She's also the author of a book that's going to just, you're going to love the, the, the title. Because as soon as I heard this, I thought, this girl is for me. She wrote and is the author of the book, Who Am I? 
where am I, and what is this place? Uh, like how many of us ask that question 50 times a day? So without any more ado, I want to bring in my special guest from right over the pond, Deb Hawken, and she will be right on the line as soon as I can find her, thanks to all the callers that are with me today. Hi, Deb. Hi, Bonnie. How are you? <laughs> I'm fabulous, and I am so excited to have you on the show. I just adore all the things you have in your bio and on your uh, webpage, and I, you and I have chatted many times, and you are just one of the most interesting, fabulous, medium psychic authors that I have met. And so I wanted to bring you to the audience here because I know they're going to love you as much as I do. So uh, tell me where you got the name, Deb, Life Mechanic and Unexpected Medium. Um, well, the Life Mechanic is actually about to die a death simply because I've changed the way that I do my work. But I do a thing that I start my coaching with, which is the Life Audit and MOT. And in Britain, an MOT is a road test for a car. So I used to call myself the life mechanic. Um, but the <laughs> MOT is to actually get people to look at their lives in a rather unusual way. And as much as they score areas of their life with numbers, and there are questions on the form where you answer them just very, very simply, no thinking about it, no agonizing, just be honest. And you give it to me. And I, of course, know exactly how to assess that form. And there's a wonderful page in the middle of it where 90% of people that actually fill that form in completely contradict themselves. But it gives me such a good insight into where they are and what they're feeling. Uh, when I used to focus very much on the life audit and MOT, I always felt that I was actually able to get a few tools out because of that document and very, very quickly get inside people's heads. So that's where that came from. Um, wow. But I'm now an possibilities trainer, so I'm going to be... Um, refocusing my work in a different direction. I did that with Mike Dooley from The Secret, and I really believe in what he believes in, and he believes it's very similar what the approach that we both have. So it fits me down to the ground, and I love it. But the unexpected medium came about because I became a medium in the middle of a telephone call when I was 36 years old. And That's amazing. Until then, I'd, I'd been told I was a medium, but I didn't believe anyone, and it turned out that I was. So it was very unexpected. Well, honey, can you tell us a little about that call? Because the most interesting is that you've taken off flying ever since then. So, and I don't mean flying in the air, although we could all do that, I guess, or flying to the other side, which is what I do every night, but you actually took off in your career. And I love that. So why was that call to you the changing point of you knowing you were a medium? Uh, because I literally did not know. I was just chatting to a friend. It was a perfectly normally te normal telephone call. I'm on my own in the house. We're just chatting away the way we always did and have hundreds of times before. And all of a sudden, I'm getting pictures in my head, and I cannot get rid of them. It was the first time I ever understood. I can see that in my mind's eye. And I couldn't get rid of this picture, and it was like someone had put an old-fashioned tape loop in my head. And all it was saying was, never the twain will meet, never the twain will meet, over and over again. And I couldn't focus on Leslie. So I told her about this. And she said, yes, I understand what you're telling me. So I said, what do you mean you understand what I'm telling you? And she said, well, 
I know that you're connected to spirit. And I said, don't be silly. And she said, yes, you are now. I'll <laughs> something else. So I said, well, Leslie, I'm here alone. There's no one. Who do I ask? There's no one here. She said, in your mind, say, can you give me something else, please? So I said, in my mind, can you give me something else, please? And a disembodied hand just came into my mind's eye and laid a pink rose in front of these two crystal jars I could see, one with jam and one with marmalade in it. So I told Leslie, and she said, yes, I understand that too. And I said, what do you mean you understand that? She said, well, my parents, when they retired, their dream was to have their jam and marmalade in crystal jars. She said, and my my mum only ever ate jam, and my dad only ever ate marmalade, and they always used to say, never the twain will meet. She said, now I'm as certain as I can be that you've only ever heard my mum called my mum or Leslie's mum. She said, but my mum's name was Rose. And when my father had dementia, they had the most beautiful pink climbing rose around their front door. She said, I got to his house one day, and he's standing there with the clippers in his hands and going, oh, my God, Leslie, look what our next-door neighbor's done. He's cut the climbing rose from around our door. And he was really upset. She said, and the neighbor's standing there going, Leslie, I didn't, I wouldn't. And she said, I know. I can see the clippers in his hands. And he thinks he's completely forgotten that he's taken his whole pink rose down and blaming the neighbor. So that was the link. The pink rose was mum's name plus that incident and none of this that I knew. And I was rather scared, to be honest, because I thought, I don't understand this ability. This is weird. And it didn't go away. And then I got some more information. And Leslie said, right, you need to come down and see my friend Rosemary in Devon. Some of what you're saying is for Rosemary. So she then invited me to go and see Rosemary. So I went in and I sat on Rosemary's sofa and she said, I thought she meant leave. And I got (laughs) up and said, no, go, do what you do. I said, I don't know what I do. And she said, well, tell me anything that comes into your head. And I start rambling. But part of this story is what makes me really believe in mediumship. Because you can imagine, I'm coming to this. I've never thought I was a medium. So I've never weighed in my mind does mediumship exist? Is it real? All that sort of thing. Never given that any thought. And um, I'm sitting there and I suddenly looked at the lady's dog and I said, you have a second dog. And it's the dog wow. of this. Said, yes, that's right. And I said, your husband, because I knew that her husband had passed, I said, he was so scared of losing this dog. He wanted puppies, didn't he? She said, yes. I said, you didn't want her to have them. You said she was too old. She said, no, I didn't. I said, but he took her and forced her to have puppies. Now, please, if you're listening, don't think badly of him. The man was so desperate not to lose his precious baby that he admits that he admitted he completely lost it. And he was so ashamed. And part of what he was coming through for was to say how really sorry he'd always been. The ironic thing is he was terrified of losing his dog and he died. But I thought, wow, how how, that was such a weird piece of information that I just knew I couldn't in any way ever be making that up. And that's why I didn't expect it because I was so surprised. And then Um, Rosemary said, okay, I'm certain that you've got my late husband. Ask him why he's come. Now in my mind, I'm going, why have you come, please? And he said, to introduce you to your spirit guide, which he did. And at the end, Rosemary said, have you got any questions? And I said, yes, what's spirit guide? (laughs) And that was my introduction to mediumship, and it's been on ever since. (laughs) 
I tell you, that is so amazing, Deb. I am just in awe. Everybody, what I love about having everybody on, and I love my my uh, my guests, is that everyone has a different story of how they came into doing this kind of work. I know that you and I, I've got so much that I want to cover, and I want to get to the phone lines. We've got a lot of callers on today. but And I want to thank everyone for coming back and listening, because my shows have been a little erotic, and just bear with me. Uh, I, I, I want to ask you about your spirit guides. You've had two big, major ones in your life. And then I want to ask you, I know you've had two of them. One went, the other one came. and what do you think about spirit guides and if they're always with you or they're with you for a certain stent and what would you say about your two spirit guides so i know that's a mouthful um, but pick one do we care um firstly i believe everybody has a life guide and everybody you know so many people who would never consider themselves to be mediums, say, I know there's someone looking after me. I know that I have a guardian angel. I know that I'm protected. So, you know, I don't feel that any medium is special. Everybody has that life guide watching out for them, whether they know they're there or not. And that's just a, a personal belief of mine, partly built by the number of members of the public who told me they feel like they have a guardian angel sitting on their shoulder all the time. Um, <clears throat> so that is the first step. When you become a medium, I believe if you are a person who wants to work with a guide and, you know, spirit can never override us. If God gave us free will, spirit is stuck with it, you know. But I believe that I made the agreement and the decision that I wanted to work with a guide when I came over. So first Edward came in and he was the one that um, Rosemary's husband introduced me to. And he literally taught me how to be a medium. I didn't know the first thing about it, I didn't know there were spiritual churches. I didn't know where to go for help. And he started teaching me how to be a medium, but also he taught me more. He sort of took up from where my mentor, Keith, left off and started teaching me spiritual, real spiritual thinking as well. And that was an amazing relationship. He was an absolutely incredible guide. But he was also a friend of my mentor, Keith. And when Keith died... Edward wanted to go and help Keith with his passing. So he bought him my new guide, White Cloud, and I'm afraid I threw a tantrum. Um, I was devastated because I was losing Keith. And to have, um, you know, Keith dying and Edward going, I felt totally lost. And I'm afraid I played White Cloud up. Fortunately, he's forgiven me and he's still around. Um, <laughs> And I wouldn't talk to him, and I wanted Edward, and that's how it was. And in the end, White Cloud said to me, okay, you've asked for it. I'm bringing in your next guide early, and I sincerely suggest you don't play him up. And Amos came in and just looked at me and said, you will not play me up. And I thought, no, I won't. So we did a lot of apologizing to White Cloud, and then Amos took me on. And he then has furthered that teaching. And like Edward and I, Amos and I work very closely together I don't mind doing that at all. Um, some mediums will say, I don't need a guide, and that's fine. But for me personally, I work with people and their problems, not just in a psychic reading, but everything I do is spiritual. And the more help and advice I can get for them, if I can't come up with an answer, it takes nothing from me to send my mind out to spirit and say, help. 
and know that I'll get it and know also that it will be good, loving, non-judgmental, totally supportive, completely understanding help. And that's why I personally prefer to work with a guide because I'm not, you will never hear me say I'm spiritual. I'm a human being on a spiritual journey trying to learn to be a better person. But to say I'm spiritual in a world like this where in a flash I can lose my temper and want to throttle I saw a very sad um, animal story on Facebook yesterday, and I'm afraid my spirituality went out the window in favor of looking <laughs> for a bat. Um, so I do like it that if someone tells me something that I, I don't understand that viewpoint or I don't, I don't have any way of empathizing with what is going on with them, when I turn to Amos, he always does, and he can always explain it. And I can't empathize with everyone, and I, can't, I don't like saying, oh, I get you. When I've not been there, you know, I, I, I don't think that's honest, but I can say, look, hang on a minute. I'm a little bit lost here. Let me go to Amos and then he can take it on. And I'm still able to help the person. And I think that's the most important thing in the world. Far more important than me looking good or anything else is giving people help. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love Amos. I wish he was mine. I might steal him from you. I don't know if you'll like that very much, but he was a wonderful, he oh, came straight. He only did that once, but I, I think he would say, yeah, you could try, but no cigar here. So I, I, I do love, he is a very powerful spirit guide. I was just amazed and blown away. But before we actually get to the phone lines, and I know a lot of people want to talk to you, and I want to thank everybody in chat for being there too, is you wrote a book, okay? And you are an author, and I know you're, you're continuing to write. And I love that uh, because I can't. And the book is called Who Am I? Where am I? And what is this place? Like, did you get that out of my mind? Because I would, that would be something I would say. No, I got it out of mine. Um, in fact, the strap <laughs> line of the book, it's who am I, where am I, what is this place? And when can I start screaming? And that is how I felt. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to look at my video today, but I was broken. I was completely and utterly broken as a person when I was 26. I, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. All I could see was a life of a certain length, whatever that might be, stretching in front of me with more of the same, living somewhere I hated with a husband I was not suited to, with all kinds of tensions going on around me, nobody particularly warming to me as a person because I, was, uh, I had acute anxiety. I worried in case there was something I should be worrying about and I didn't know what it was. And I literally sat down one day and I thought, basically, who am I? Where am I? What is this place? What the hell am I doing here? Why is this happening? This can't make any sense. And I didn't know who I was because if I was with my parents, they wanted one person. If I was with my husband, he wanted another. His parents wanted another. My friends wanted another. My colleagues wanted another. Then there was me who didn't know who she was because all she was trying to do was desperately, desperately try to please people so that I didn't get into trouble anymore. And that's all I wanted was just leave me alone. Don't tell me my hair's too long, too short, too lank, falling in my eyes. Don't tell me that my bust is too big, that my, you know, that my legs <laughs> are too fat, that 
the way I speak is wrong, the way I think is wrong, what I do is wrong, that I shouldn't wear those clothes, that I should wear these clothes, but I shouldn't wear those clothes because I should wear the other clothes, that I shouldn't wear nail varnish and I shouldn't wear brown lipstick. I mean, every single ounce of me in my life has been criticised and there was nothing left. And that is how I felt, you know. Well, I am so I'm so excited that that you can offer this book to everyone. And at the end, we'll tell everybody or in the middle depends on when we can um, we can get a a break, although we should do it now. And uh, I should have done it in the beginning. But everyone, Deb's book is on Amazon. Her name is Deb, D.E.B. Hawken, H.A.W.K.E.N. Again, the book is Who Am I, Where Am I, and What Is This Place? You can get it on Amazon. You also can look up Deb Hawken on her webpage. The same spelling, D.E.B. Hawken. W A. What a why am I? I should let you do W A. H A W K E N. I don't know why W's coming into my brain. Do you know yeah. anybody with the name W? Um, not off the top of my head at the moment, but I'm not. I'm not. Well, put it in. down there because they keep giving me W for you. So anyway, right, um, Deb Hawkins. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Anyway, Deb Hawkins dot com is how you get a hold of Deb and she does this for a living you can uh, Skype her you can figure it out but she is a wonderful fabulous awesome lady who does work like wait till you hear we're going to get to the phone lines (laughs) because she uses her spirit guides and her knowledge to bring unbelievable messages Uh, Deb before we even get started there there was another I mean got so much I I could say and and I hope that this isn't the uh, only time you'll be here but another thing I love about what you say and I always say it is that uh, if you need a legal medical or financial advice you seek the services of a qualified professional in the field but if you are looking for a bit of guidance and a different perspective than see a psychic. I love that because I always remind people that when they ask me, I, my nat- natural thing is to just give it, but we, but I am not a doctor. I claim I'm about everything, but I'm not a doctor. And I always preface it by what you just said. So I love that you have put that in your bio. Oh, bless you. Yeah. I, I do think that's important because we are mind, body, and spirit. And to a certain extent, with psychics, what we're there to do is read the energy field, inspire a person, but the looking after the, the body is very much a this-world thing. Now, regardless what, you know, some people are in favor of tangling with the medical profession, some people are not, and we all have to make our own personal choice on that matter. But by the same token, you know, the medical profession, we have to remember, go into it as healers. Even if after a while the job gets through to them and or or their pressures make them not as effective as they should be or whatever, they go into it because they're healers, because this world at the moment believes in medicine. And, you know, you've got to look after that body. So it's all very well for us to pick up some things, but that's always better checked through a doctor. You know, and personally, I, I think that to come to a psychic to ask about medical, legal and financial 
that psychic has to be very, very good. And I have a couple of stories around things going wrong for people where the psychic, one psychic was 99% right and three psychics gave a person exactly the same message. And when I didn't understand what had gone wrong, I asked Edward and he took the message apart. And when he took three sentences apart, you could see a completely different meaning. So again, three psychics had been completely right, but it still went horribly wrong. Yes, it, it is hit it on a mind, body and spirit level. Do all of it. You know, don't ignore spirit. Don't ignore inspiration. Don't in- ignore what it can do for you. But we're here to be human, so hit it on all levels. I love that. You know, I've been told I wanted to be, I, I just keep putting on different coats all the time to come down to earth because I love being human. Must be the sexual thing. I don't know. But are you ready to get to the phone lines? <laughs> I am indeed. Okay, Would you, is there anything before, because I know that I always, you know, throw out what I want, but is there anything you want the audience to know before we actually pick up 732 first? Is there anything you'd like them to know about, one, how you work, or two, just throw out anything that you, you, that you uh, might, that I might not have covered? Right. Well, one of the things I'm thinking is that I wish I'd bought my... Could you, you couldn't go down to the study, could you, and get my energy, energy cards? They're sitting on the table, I think. And if my my energy cards, you'll see them in a the box. And also my other tarot cards might be sitting in with the crystals, you know, my small pack. Sorry, I'm just firing my husband. Um, yes, Jules, Bonnie <laughs> did just say she came to earth for the sex, and I really don't understand why. I'm completely confused. Um, yeah, when you're married to a New Zealander, that's the number between five and seven. Okay. Um, one thing to know about me is I offer you inspiration and guidance, but you have to remember your free will. What I offer to you, you've got to go away and think about it and work with it and make it make absolutely sure what is being suggested is right for you. Because I can't tell you how sincerely Amos feels that it is God, the universal energy, whatever you want to call it, that gave us free will. And if you take free will to consult a psychic or ask someone like me who sits in the psychic life coaching field, um, thank you, um, for advice, it is always your free will to take it and you must always exercise it. And if it feels wrong, the spirit world will not smite you, smoke you, they would just find somebody else to try and help you again. So don't ever fear <laughs> not taking a message That's right. if it doesn't feel right for you at that moment. Okay? Right. I love that. Uh, I always say the same thing. And and we could talk about free will and timelines and all kinds of stuff. And that'll hopefully we might be able to get that in the middle of the show. But right now we're going to take some callers because they are waiting okay. for you. All right, oh, seven, seven, three, two. You've been waiting a while. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm Hello. fabulous. Who are we speaking to? Gloria. My name's Gloria. Well, Hi, Gloria. Before I let you okay. actually ask ask Deb anything, tell us how you feel. You know, this is a give and take show, so we love chatting. Tell me how you feel about free will. How do I feel about free will? Everyone Mm -hmm. has it, and everyone should use it. 
Absolutely. Good answer. Short and sweet. Go ahead. You got, yep. you got Deb. Go ahead. Hi, Deb. Okay. Hi, my question. Hello. My question is my husband and I are thinking about adopting a dog. However, mm. we've had quite a few dogs in the past and none of them have worked out because of them just not, their energy not fitting in to our, my husband and I, our family. Mm. Um, my question is, is why does this keep happening? And is this, are we supposed to have a dog or not? Every time that I want, we talk about having a dog again, we both love animals. I always get very upset and nervous and, you know, filled with anxiety because of the past, none of the dogs working out. Right. Um, can you find somebody to check your home for geopathic stress? Because I believe that there's some geopathic stress in your home, and there are people who specialize in working on that. Hopefully, you'll be able to get a recommendation of someone good from, you know, someone either on here or someone who knows someone. I feel there's geopathic stress in your house, and the dogs are picking it up. I don't think it's anything to do with you and your husband. It came to me absolutely immediately, geopathic stress. Um, Homopathic stress? No, geo. geo. I don't think they've heard of it, Deb. So can okay. you tell yeah. them? Yeah. Okay, what geopathic stress can be is it can be um, water running underneath a house. Um, sometimes there's things such as a portal, which is an energy um, entrance, if you will, between this uh -huh. and another okay. dimension. These are not mm -hmm. evil things. Then, you know, sometimes a portal will get clogged with some energy and it just needs cleaning. But it just came to me immediately. Um, and it all, a person will just look at the geopathic stress in your home, around your home, with you, with your husband. Um, it's um, a friend of mine just had it done and they picked up lots of things about her, her husband and her son. Um, within two appointments, it was sorted out. The house has calmed down. The cats have calmed down. And everybody, yes, psychic and spiritual and holistic says could be cross ley lines. That's another one. It's two ley lines crossing. Um, if you know your ley lines, I used to have the Michael ley line running right across the front of my chimney breast in my old house. And that caused some fun. It's nothing evil. It's nothing to be scared of. Yes, um, Jules says get a dowser in. A dowser will be able to do geopathic stress for you. As I said, nothing to worry about, but animals will be especially sensitive to it. And I've got a feeling it is something like that. It's not about you two, not about your inability to have a dog or love a dog or anything else, but you need to get that looked at. Do either, oh. of, you have, do either of you have regularly poor night's sleep? Yes. Yeah, that can be a geopathic stress thing. Yeah, um, psychic and spiritual and holistic have said the house might just need smudging. Again, somebody doing geopathic stress will do that. Can't do you any harm to get um, white sage and go around and smudge your house. But I do okay. keep getting those words, geopathic stress. And wow. geopathic wow. stress, stress from the earth. Um, I believe that the house where my friend's house stood, there'd been a battle on that ground. And that energy had to be cleared from around the house. But it's certainly, when I saw her on Skype, her house used to be sort of grey. And the next time I saw it, it was shining at me, exactly the same room, exactly the same wallpaper. So it's nothing to worry about, but I think it will help. And I think then you'll be successful. 
but I do think you're also attracting dogs with problems that need you to help sort them out. But I think it will be a lot easier. So fingers crossed. Yeah, that. Well, my husband. That's amazing. That's really, I, yeah, I've never heard of that before. Um, we, I was starting to feel it was me. So why am I getting so uh, nervous about it? Am I because feeling the dogs are not energy? Working. You probably weren't nervous with the first one. But after you start having failures, you're going to tense up and you're going to be afraid yes. to love the dog in case it goes wrong, you know. But, yeah, oh. yeah, it's an, yeah, it's an interesting one. You'll be able to look it up on the Internet. There's a lot of information about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gloria, I well, hope. My husband. Yeah. And Go ahead. I'm going to let you say a couple more things. things. Yeah, my husband on. and I are supposed to be getting a dog on Sunday, an older dog, so you don't recommend doing that? Um, give it a try, but I would still get that done. And, I mean, you've got the idea of smudging it with white sage, okay. um, getting a dowser in, but just get someone in to help you as quickly as possible. Wow. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, I've never I don't think even you heard have... of this. I feel like... Yeah, and... Yeah. You, and you know what, Deb? I mean, you know I'm going to butt myself in here, but I even if you get the dog... That doesn't mean if you've got a dowser coming or somebody that can help you, then once they come and figure it out, that dog will be calmed down. You don't have to get rid of the dog. It's getting oh, your house taken care of. Your friend, Jerry, the animal communicator. Yes, well. Jerry's in, in What's chat. What's that? Yeah. Yeah, Jerry's in chat. He's um, He also does animal communication, and he's on tomorrow at once. You can give him a call, too. He's on the show. Oh, okay. but, he's saying, but he's saying the house might just need smudging. So I would do all of the above. I would smudge the house because you can do that right away. And I would also find out geographical. What is it called? Geothermic? Geothermic. I, am, I put it in the um, chat room. G-E-O-T-A. Chat room. Geopathic stress. Yes, and I bet you this one's going to work out. Yeah, that is just too cool. I love that. Let us know, won't you, Gloria? Yeah, Gloria, please let us know. Please let us know. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great dog. Have a great dog. Thank you. We'll all send out really good thoughts for you two join together beautifully. I love that. Deb, that's so interesting. And thank you, Jerry. Don't you love Jerry? He's my Dumbledore. He, everybody, Jerry's on tomorrow. Between these two, we're, we're going to, the energy's flying. So 561, you are on with Deb Hawken, a wonderful, fabulous soul. Hi. Hello. Hi. Who are we speaking with? Hi, this is Stacy. Hi, Stacy. So you've been listening. Um, how how can, how do you feel about free will? If you don't use it, you lose it. I mean, the choice is yours. <laughs> don't they say that about virginity, honey? I think you've got. <laughs> I think you're thinking. I think you. I don't know. I've, I mean, you got to clear your mind out here. But anyway, yes, you're right. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. But it's always there for you to use. So, how, what would you like to ask Deb? I would like to ask her about my fin- my finances, and does she see it getting any better? Because it's stagnant right now. Mm. 
Yes, it is, isn't it? Um, there's a feeling this is something to do with planets in your birth chart, and I'm no astrologer, but I feel like you are held up at the moment, and I want to say it's not going to get a lot better very quickly. Um, now, that isn't so much a bad thing because you're coping and you're managing, and although it's not easy, you're a very sensible person, and you know you don't go out and spend wildly when um, some things happen, but I just when financial things happen. Okay, I just asked my guide Amos for some words for you, and he said to me, go to your energy cards, and I picked up the door to value. So although this is a real-life issue, it's also an energetic issue. A lot of people feel that money is evil, and that if they want money and they want to be well off, that you know money is the root of all evil. And there's a lot of us that hold ourselves back in this world client after client, medium after medium, person after person, because they feel to want money makes them a bad person. It means they want to take. It, it's just got so many connotations around money. But the actual wording is the love of money is the root of all evil. And what that actually says is if you love money more than humans, more than living life, more than animals, more than the planet, you have got a real problem. But I'm feeling, Amos is saying, that the door to value is you're not bringing in money because at the moment you need to be valuing yourself a little more. And he says this is energetically, spiritually, seeing yourself as the incredible person you are. I feel all your friends tell you how amazing you are and you don't quite believe them. But also to understand that you do deserve the best of everything. And there is no, he says, we sit and we watch you and you say, I can't have a nice house, it's showing off. I can't have a lovely car that I know won't break down halfway to where I want to go because that's showing off. I can't have nice clothes because that's showing off. And he says, spirit don't care about all those things. And what they want is they want spiritual people to have a lot of money because it, if spiritual people are wealthy, they'll share. They know other people exist and they'll do something about problems. So he says, it's partly your own value and, of course, not valuing yourself translates in our world into money. So lack of self-value will often bring in lack of financial security. So you've got a three-strand thing going on there. But all Amos is saying is try to be careful for the next few months. It's not going to settle immediately, but your financial situation will settle. But in order to clear the blocks, work on valuing yourself and understanding that money is our bartering system in this world. If you have a beautiful home and your family or friends are upset and they come and they sit in that home, you have provided them a beautiful space. If you have a nice car that gets you from A to B without breaking down, then you can also take your friends and help them with doctor's appointments and all kinds of things like that. He says, understand, we have no problem with you having whatever you want as long as your heart and soul are in the right place. And he says yours always will be. So work on self-value. Be careful with your finances for a few more months. You're going to find the way to sort this. It just isn't coming in yet. A lot of people think that when you ask the universe for something, it can deliver immediately. But sometimes, for example, if you wanted a better paid job, someone has to leave that job for you to have it. And your life guide can't go along, drag that person out of their job and chuck them into the streets so that you have the job. So they're waiting at the moment for all the ducks, as we say in Britain, 
to be in a row to help you. But just please continue to be really careful with your finances. It will lift. Okay? Okay. 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 Thank but you. Thank you. value is more important than we know. Okay? I, I agree okay. with you. I got it. I got to ask you a question. So, you know, why didn't they lift Howard Stern out of his office so that I could have it? Is that what I'm waiting for? <laughs> ask Amos if I'm waiting for them to get rid of Howard Stern, because, see, that's what I always was striving to do, only on a nicer, you know, uh, language. But maybe that's why I'm not a Howard Stern yet. And I don't mean Howard Stern, but I mean as big as a radio as he is. Anyway, do you think that's what I'm waiting for? I might be waiting for another couple lifetimes. He says, well, you're trying to be someone else. What about being Bonnie Albers? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, Amos, you got that right. Bonnie Albers is exactly who I am. But do I want to be in, do I want to have... Uh, Howard Stern's office? Well, of course I do. But anyway, I just had to tell you that now I know why I don't have his office yet. Okay, well, thank you. You need your own office. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, well, I have this one, but it's, it is it isn't Howard Stern's in New York. Anyway, 949, you are on with Deb. Hi. Hello. Hi, who are we speaking with? Uh, my name is Dee Dee. Dee Dee, what do you think about free will? I think that it makes us who we are. Deb, don't you think that was a great answer? Yes, it certainly is. It's a very, <laughs> I must admit, I'm, I'm really impressed how succinct the people on your show are compared to me. You know, I'm a writer. I don't say anything in one word that can be said in a thousand, but we're just nailing it in such beautiful, simple ways, and that is spirit all over. That's perfect. I I know. I feel the same way, too. I love my callers, my listeners, and my chatters. I'm addicted to my show. Anyway, what what is your name again, please? Dee Dee? Um, my name is Yes, it's Dee Dee. Dee Dee, you have access to Deb, which is so lucky of you. I am very lucky. Thank you. Um, <laughs> You're thank you welcome. for taking my call today. You're and welcome. My question is, I have a daughter who's 19 who just moved out with a young man who is a little bit older than her. Uh, however, he has just detoxed from heroin abuse um, and... He is not going through any type of rehab. Uh, she's just moved in with him, and I'm scared. Do you see him still using or getting better, or how do you see the situation turning out? Well, fingers crossed, because what I was immediately given was a picture of Robert Downey Jr. And mm -hmm. do you know the actor Robert Downey Jr.? Yes. Iron, Iron Man, um Avengers, that sort of thing. And yeah. he had a very bad drug habit from when he was 13. He was given drugs at his father's parties. And oh. he landed up in prison. What saved Robert Downey was when he met the love of his life. Mm -hmm. And very true. then he has come off drugs, come off drink, fingers crossed because he's been so brave. He's a man I have tremendous admiration for. Because he met the yeah. right person. 
And what they showed me immediately was a picture of him. So my feeling is that your daughter is the right person for this man. And that if he is able to overcome this, she is his best chance. So I think at the moment, I can understand why you're worried as a mother. I would be. She's very young. But she's young in numbers, but she's not young in wisdom. I feel also that she knows she can always come back to you no matter what. She is completely safe to test her wings in the world because she knows that behind her she has rock-solid security and support. And she'd only have to make a phone call and say the word mum for you to be there because you would know. Oh, yeah. So she's completely safe, supported by you. But I do know that Robert Downey got over his drug addiction and his drinking and everything because he met the right person. So let's pray for them both that she is the right person for me because that is what that image would, for him, because that's what that image would mean to me. And let's just all send them out lots of love and, um, you know, really pump out the good thoughts towards them that he will overcome this. I feel he will ask for help in the not-too-distant future. At the moment, he's a bit too embarrassed. He wants to try himself. But I think he's going to get to the point where he will ask for help. He feels like a very good soul that's got a little bit lost, that got hurt, and this is why this happened. And as I said, let's just send out, if we send out towards them, oh, will he ever get clean? Will he ever manage? You know, will he ever get off drugs? Is it going to be all right? We're sending him out. What we must send him is, you know, so much love and so much support and our spirit to get in around him and give him all the help he needs. But that is what the Robert Downey image means to me, love of a good woman. Wow. Thank God. Thank you so much. That is yeah, a great no reading. All, and I will, I will pray with everything I've got that that turns out to be true for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <sighs> Have a wonderful that day. That is so lady. wonderful. Thank you, Dee Dee. Thanks for calling. You know, Thank I've you. got to tell you something. And Dee Dee, I just uh, put you on on hold there. But I've got to tell you, Deb, that was amazing because you know, lots of people want to give up and condemn and, and there is hope for people. And I love that you saw Robert Downey. It's amazing when I looked at the images that you were saying, because I could then see what, what you were going to uh, project. And man, that was so cool. I love that. So uh, you are amazing. Next, I've got, I can't remember. Well, it's work with you. They'll show you something that makes sense to you to yes. deliver the message with. Yeah. Well, I, I got to tell you, I gave somebody a message. Then I know nobody wants to hear me, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I... I gave a message to a client, and I kept, they kept showing me the Dolphin Hotel. So this is why I'm telling you this, because she kept saying, I don't know anything about the Dolphin Hotel. But it was my symbol that they gave me to say dolphin, because when she got the message, she said, oh, I've been given that I have the spirit of a dolphin and that I move this way. And But they gave me the image of the Dolphin Hotel, because I wouldn't have even probably said dolphins. So, yes, we, they give us the images. We're going to be able to project the best. And I love that. Okay. I know you don't want to hear me anymore. We're getting right to uh, 213, 213. I, I am going to tell you, I have two other callers in front. And if I have missed you, I am going to come back. I don't know where I left off. So 213, you are on with Deb. Hi. Hi, how are you all? 
We're I'm fabulous. How are you? Who are we speaking Wonderful. with? Um, this is Star. Oh, and Star. I'm... Yes. Star. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. You can't answer, ask the question until you answer ours. What do you think okay. of free will? What do you feel free will means to you? Um, well, free will to me is uh, really about, you know, your true liberty. You have the liberty to make um, choices and have opportunities. So that's what it means to me. Okay. And guess what? That's a beautiful thing because that is exactly, you know, if, if we if, if we wrote a journey here and we didn't have free will, then why live it? Because we would know everything. You know, that's how I always look right. at it. Sometimes free will can get in our way. And sometimes we take the path of the least resistance or one that is too resistant. But at the end, when we learn our lessons, we end up on that same path just in a different way. So, okay, go ahead and ask Debbie what question you want. Deb, excuse me, what question you want. My, my sister-in-law's name is Debbie, and she just passed away. So I'm sure that was part of what I had to say. So go ahead uh, and please ask Deb your question. Okay, Deb. Um, well, I um, had a question about, um, it really has to do with my, fin my finances. So I have been in a cycle of borrowing, um, and I have um, really good, it seems like great inspiration um, for what, you know, I want to do to get out of the cycle of borrowing, but it seems like I've been stuck in a cycle of borrowing, and what I want to do, it takes money. So I wanted to know, um, you know, how to really... Or, or when do you see like that cycle of having to borrow to get by um, breaking for me? Right, okay. Um, I feel that you need to take a completely different approach to your life. This might mean you've got to find a way to study so that you can actually change your career or build a new career or find a way to create a different income. I feel that if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. Um, I don't know if that's a saying in America, but it certainly is here. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. You need to be much more <clears throat> proactive in, right, I need to change this thing in my life. <clears throat> because for spirit to reach in and actually change money is difficult for them. They'll do what they can, but by the same token, they need us to take steps. I feel that you would really benefit from some further study and learning new things would help you tremendously um, and, and just going in a completely different direction. You could bring in, I feel, some spiritual work because you're asking us this question, but I feel that there is something like this that you could do if you did a little bit of training and actually go in and do something like this. But you have to do, if you carry on as you are, it won't lift. It requires you to get out of this box now, get outside the box, think differently, think inspirationally, talk to people, get some ideas. Um, I once got a job I should never have got. I was completely unqualified for it. As an, a secretary, I started off as the PA to a managing director, which is the top of secretarial work. And I wasn't qualified for the job at all, but I talked to people. I said I was desperate to get out of my job. 
this person who ran this company really wanted to give me a chance because they felt we would blend well. And I mm-hmm. landed up starting my secretarial career, not as a typist, but as a personal assistant right at the top. Um, and that was through talking to people, asking questions. I was in such a, tra- a trap. You know, I was so trapped. Um, and I just didn't know what to do. And the breakout was completely outside anything I could have ever imagined because I thought about different things. So I've got to say, if you do what you've always done, you're stuck. Now's the time to really do something different. Um, And, I mean, you've got some lovely people chatting on here. You've got someone kindly pulling a card for me, you know, because he's been – they're fantastic, and that's so kind because I do understand. Okay, do something different. And there's lots of people. I feel people on here will give you advice. I feel you listen to this show – and they're in the chat room, and they're lovely, they're joining in, and they're throwing in what they can think of, okay? But you've got to do something different, otherwise you'll stay where you are. But if you do something different, you're going to stop worrying, okay? Wow. Okay, so you're talking, are are you speaking of, like, a whole different career path or doing something different? Uh, Different career (laughs) path, adding in spiritual work, perhaps learning to read the tarot or something, and being able to uh-huh. have clients evenings and weekends would help you, but you're going to have to do something different. Just think about oh, what I you love, love think of. Sometimes when you're in a career, your actual yeah. skills are transportable into something better, but you've got to think along those lines. Um, if you want to send me an email, I can have a little more of a think about that for you, and that's no problem at all. That's deb at debhawken.com. Are you in the chat room at the moment? Um, I was. I'll, I'll go back in, but it's... Um, okay. and I'll post my email address. You're welcome to send me a question, and I can have a little more deeper think about that for you. Okay? Okay. That's okay, wonderful. Sure will. Thank you, Deb. You're welcome. I'm glad. I, I just I just redeemed myself, Deb. So yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> Oh, Deb, right. I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna use your name. You're so fabulous. You get readings in chat. Everybody wants you. This is fabulous. I mean, th- yeah. this is how the show works, and I Bonnie love it. Well. Lovely reading for Bonnie in the chat room. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I can't. I can't read and chat at the same time. So I am going to read it so I could see. Thank you. Thank you. Is it Moraine? Uh, this is for me, Page of Wands, lots of messages coming forward on the internet. Queen of Wands, pushing, pushing ahead, and Queen of Pentacles, turning into the Queen of Pentacles. Abundance coming, good with career, work. Yay! Well, listen, Moraine, you give me a call. We want to put you on, and let's see what you've got for everybody. So if you hear me, and Jerry actually can put it in chat, my email, if you don't go to bonniealbersonair.com, which is my webpage, it's B Albers, my last name, 714, with its, which is my birthday, everyone. So you could send me gifts at AOL.com. So thank you. Thank you. That was a wonderful reading. I wish I could keep it and take a picture of it, but I don't know how to do that. But thank you. Okay, we're going to get to the next one. Isn't this, do you love my show, Deb? It's, isn't it fab? It's fantastic. I know. Really I love the energy. I love the people. I've had to call in on my phone, so in about two minutes, I'd have to hang up and dial in again, but I'm quite happy to do that. 
Okay, wonderful. So I'm going to actually, uh, did you want to do that now? And I will uh, continue talking and so you can dial back in or would you rather wait for the two minutes? I will pick somebody up though. No, I'll, do, I'll dial in now, shall I? Yes, please. Okay, okay so. Then. Get that done. Okay, bye. All right, bye. I'm going to actually talk to people in chat because um, I uh, because this is just so cool. Everyone on, stay on. I would take you, and you know that. I have all kinds of things to tell you, but I know you're waiting here for Deb. So when she calls back in, I will put her on. But I want to thank Moraine. Is it? It's M O R. E-A-I-N for my reading. It was fabulous. I love it. And thank you, Jerry. By the way, just be so that everybody knows, Jerry Humphreys, he is a psychic medium from the UK with a long slew of things that he does. I can't even, it would take me all of this show to tell you, but he's a Reiki master teacher. He is a holistic therapist, the CEO of the magazine I actually write for, www.psychicinsightmagazine.com, which is free to everyone. He is a pet psychic and pet communicator and the unbelievable wizard. He's a medium psychic. He works with his spirit guides and his uh, Indian uh, spirit guides. He also does animal totems that'll knock your socks off. Uh, he will be here tomorrow also to answer your questions and just in chat with me at one o'clock. I'm so happy I'm back. I can't even tell you. Uh, I'm going to put at least two to three shows back on these last weeks, especially uh, the November and uh, December should be better, but I'm traveling so much, but I promise that I will be on. And if you check my Facebook page, you will know when the shows are on live. So I am going to look because I do know that, um, we have so many people. I've got to go. Oh, here we go. Is that you, Deb? Hi, Deb. Okay, we're just Deb. Hello. Ah. Okay. So we are. I. I. I'm going to continue talking. I've got a lot of people I am going to put online if I can't pick Deb back up. And then it's going to be me and you all. But I do, I did see her. So I know that she's going to be on in just a few minutes. Anyway, I do want to tell you that I just enjoy seeing you all. I hope you enjoy being back. My show is a lot of fun. Without you guys, your chatter, my chatters, I love you just as much as I love my callers, my guests, everyone. One, because you make the show. People come in there, they want to ask you questions, they want you to help them, and they will help you, as you saw what Maureen just did for all of us. So again, I am going to hope that I see, okay, so what I'm going to do is start picking up callers until she comes. You might have to speak with me. And that's great, I think. To, you know, I my mouth is wagging to talk. Hi, 281, you are on with Bonnie. Hi. Hi, how are you? Oh, my goodness gracious. My heart be still. Is this candy? <laughs> yeah. How are oh, you wait today? A minute. Wait a minute, honey. I think I do have Deb. Let me pick Deb up. Deb? Hi. Ah! Hi, Deb. Well, listen, I just picked up. 
I somebody I haven't talked to in a long time, and I won't go into it. But she is a sweetheart. She is speaks with the angels, and her name is Candy. So, Candy, as you know. We can't let you ask Deb a question until you answer one for us. And I just know you can do this. What does free will mean to you? Okay, free will to me, what I have been shown is when we're at our table writing out our life path, we write a situation and we write a road to the left, a road to the right, and a road down the middle. And when we actually get to that point, we have the conscious decision of which path we want to take. And each path will take us around to the um, the end of what we were supposed to learn. But either you can go the easy way, the hard way, or down the middle. Okay, mm. girly. What do you think of that, Deb? Yes, I love it. I love it. I just wish I'd gone down the middle more. <laughs> oh, I always go. Uh, you know what? I always go the other path. Yeah, one of my guys once said to me, "Do we have to do everything the hard way? It's not compulsory, you know." <laughs> I love that. All right, Candy, you want a question? Go for it, girl. Okay. Um. So I was wondering if you could do like a medium show for me, like from either guide, spirit, loved ones. Or human or fur. Right, so you're seeing up if see if I can pick up someone from the spirit world at the moment. Mm-hmm, please. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm not tuned in that way, so the answer would be okay. no. Okay. Um, okay. That makes me sound terribly unhelpful, and I don't mean to be, but I do do my tuning. Um, but, Candy, you're welcome to talk to me on Skype. And I okay. will and do that for you when my energy's in the right place. Some mediums okay. can switch very easily. I can't, but you are welcome to call me on Skype. It's Dancing Star 57. We can set up a call, and I'll do that for you, all right? Okay. That is so nice. Do you have a question before I move to the next one, Candy? I know you always have questions. Uh, actually, today I didn't. I was just... Right, that's okay. okay. Um, yeah. Candy, would would you be after a grandmother in spirit? Yes, I do. Yep. Okay. She has popped her head in. Um, would you uh-huh. understand that at the moment she would really want to give you a very, very good talking to? Yes, ma'am. She, to, she would want to help you out. She would want to sit down with you over a drink and really thrash things out with you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, she I doesn't want that. to do that on air. So we, if it's okay. all right with you, we'll do that on Skype. But there's there's okay. certain sensitive things going on, aren't there? Yes, yes, and, ma'am. And quite I've actually been on a hiatus for what about a month now, Bonnie? Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so okay, but that's all she's saying is she doesn't want to do this in public. Okay. Okay. Oh, Candy, she's going to yell at you just like I, I have. Like <laughs> So, yeah, okay, uh, so I will Ms. do that for you. Miss Deb, what do lilies of the valley have for you? I'm sorry? Lily of the valleys? Lily of the valley, very good, well done, yes, that makes perfect sense to me. Okay, because I just see a whole bunch of them around you, like in a country setting with a bunch of lily of the valleys. Yeah, that's my grandmother, yeah. 
Okay. And she used you. to have um, a cool thing that she would put on my head if I had a headache. And it was a weird uh-huh. stick thing. It was like Vaseline, like a white gel, yeah. and but quite firm. Okay. If you had a headache, Nan would put it on your head and it would be gone. And that was Lily of the Valley. Okay, because okay, I've wow. seen all these Lilies of the Valley. And I've seen like an old wood fence, like looking out into a field. Mm. Did she live in the country or no? No, funnily enough. More of a cottage? It was around my house. It was okay. around my house. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Okay, uh, that's all I got for today, buddy. <laughs> why, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, oh nice my gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I have the greatest. Candy, okay. Uh, Candy, you got you don't know what happened, but poor Arthur got in a terrible car accident. So we'll talk oh about that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So okay. um I will talk to you about it later, but everyone that's why I could not be on on Monday. But he was but thank God and goodness and all the angels, guides and masters around him that he is still alive and he only came out with a black eye, some scratch and bruises and who knows else. But but thank God he's um, he's with us. So I'm actually being told that Jerry was protecting him. Well, you better. Jerry grabbed him. <laughs> yeah, he better. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been trying to get okay. a hold of you. We'll anyway, talk about can this later. Yeah. Love you, honey. Glad you're back. Thank you. Oh, I love her. She's such angelic spirit. It's amazing. Five, eight, six. Yes, yeah, she, you know what? Yeah. She sees so much. I'm sorry, Deb. Did you mm-hmm. were saying something? I'm talking over you. Go ahead. No, not not at all. No, no. I just thought it was lovely for her to pick that up for me. That was really nice. Yes. Yeah, I have the greatest. Before and no one tries to help you. No one's ever tried to help in the way the people on here are. It's incredible. Incredible, Grace. I know. I love you all, everyone. Thank you. Because, you know, my biggest my biggest fear was I was going to come back today. I haven't been on, I think, last week, maybe once or twice. I usually have five shows a week, and I haven't been able to do them. And I was just praying to God, please let, if everyone wants me to continue, and of course I do, bring back everyone and, and let them understand that I can only do two to three shows a week for the next month. But after that, I hope to be back completely with four to five shows a week so and they showed me today so thank you thank you thank you for everyone coming and everyone having a great time okay so five eight six you are on with deb hi hi how are you deb hi i'm good thank you how are you i'm doing all all right what Uh, is your name tj what's your name tj tj throw out what you think about free will well to me first thought first thought uh free will is one's ability to honor what's good for their highest listening to their inner child listening to um their sense of self and honoring that love that now Mm -hmm. you 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 went they're showing me they're lifting up the gate so go ahead you got her this is Deb. <laughs> Ask Deb anything you want. Hi, Deb. Well, you know. That's clean. Uh, <laughs> what's that? 
I said, that's clean. You know, we don't like doing dirty things on the show, so you can only do clean things. It's a joke. Carry on, TJ. Yeah, thank you. Um, yes, it's always better to be clean. You know, cleanliness is next to godliness. But, um, yes. you know, my question is, you know, I've recently, I, over the last, since July, I've been having uh, what I've come to learn is dark, dark hour, you know, dark night of the soul. Um, it's been really hard. I've had a lot of pain, vulnerability, um, an overactive heart chakra, but I've pulled myself together and I think I'm pretty much out of the woods here. Um, as dark and heavy as that was, I've learned a whole bunch about myself and, um, those around me and, um, more about love and understanding and patience. So it's been a huge awakening experience as awful as it was, but my question is, where are my, my guides and teachers, where do, what do I do now with this newfound knowledge and, you know, this ability to want to move forward? Where are they, where are they sending me? Right. Um, Amos would tell you that this has been a dark night of the soul at the moment for a lot of people. You've got a lot of stuff going on in America. We've got a lot of stuff going on in Britain. I, I do hope you Americans won't find this in any way offensive. Please know that I love your country dearly. But in common with mine, we seem to, and we've got it in other countries in the world as well, in France as well, we seem to be being shown that the societies that we thought were very stable and very accepting and very loving, actually there's a lot of anger going on underneath. And Amos is saying to me that many mediums have picked this up and what it's doing is, because things always happen on a, a, a spiritual, a, a human, a global level, is what it is doing to all of us is it's bringing forward things that we need to let go of, old parts of our past, old emotions that we don't use anymore, and that's why it's being such a clearing out. It's happening personally, and it's happening in the world. Amos says, please don't push your abilities too much for the next three weeks because they want you to rest. Yes, you've got past it. You've done brilliantly. You're feeling much better, but they want you right. And your guides will stay back for at least about another three weeks. And then after that, what you need to do next will become very clear to you. But I can tell you now, what you need to do next was your first love, your first reason for exploring spirituality spiritual work spiritual being you're going to go right back to there and this is becoming a very common theme for a lot of people who started off in one way moved through some other spiritual work for the learning and they've now flicked back to their first love and i'm one of them um, and that is where you're going to go so if you think about the first thing you really wanted to do your future lies in there but please just give it another two or three weeks, eat well, drink lots of water, rest up, get yourself really right, and then it is going to come very, very clear to you. Do you know what your first love was that got you back on the, got you on this path and wanting to work and help in the first place? Well, the first thing that pops in my mind is art, music. Yeah. Yeah. You know, helping well, remember, people. did you say art and music? Yeah. Yeah, um, spiritual art, psychic art, um, some psychic art is drawing guides, some spiritual art is drawing deceased relatives, others is doing the most beautiful paintings that mean the world to people, 
and they feel inspired every time they look at them and it keeps them on track. So if they're your two first loves, I would say that you've got a lot of speaking to people to do through art and music. Because a lot of people, I hate to say this about ourselves, there are a lot of mediums out there. But we need more people working in all kinds of different spiritual ways. Have you ever done a spiritual portrait for anyone? No. No. Um, Practice on your friends. Sit with them and see what you want to draw and then tell them why you've drawn it. Um, And I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it because it is in there. It is you as a medium. It is you working with spirit. It is you um, sharing, you know, lots of spiritual wisdom with people. But through those first two talents, which are your first two loves, because spirit don't always want to, Amos says, spirit don't always want to lecture. Sometimes people ask them for a message and there's nothing specific All they need is a little bit of upliftment, a little bit of inspiration, something to look at, something to listen to that will just make them chill out until they can see their own truth. And you can offer that to people along with some very good readings with spiritual art as well. So give it a go with your friends and see what happens. But give yourself another three weeks. Thank you. That's that's exciting. I look, look forward to it. Thank you. Well, will you please let us know how you do? Oh, I will. We'll have to see some pictures. I know. Well, that that was my next thought. Oh my goodness, we we're on the radio. You know, I only wish, I hope to goodness, that one day Blog Talk has interactive TV with this because it'd be fabulous. Oh, then I get dressed, but you know, I get dressed, but sometimes you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, I would love to see your po- pictures. You know, you can always send them when you get ready through the email, and maybe you could even think about us and send us one of the pictures that you pick up from our spirit. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I think so too. Go for it. It's very, very rare. I don't know too many people that do it. So, yeah, try it. Mm. I'm gonna have. I will try it. I'm. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. Um, but. Well, that's why you try with friends. You know, I once went to do a talk, (laughs) and there were only three people there, and I thought, well, it's my first talk, so maybe I won't make too much of a fool of myself in front of too many people. So just try with your friends. (laughs) Play, play, be light. Yeah. Yes. All right. You know what's so funny? Thank you. Thank you. You know what's really funny? I had to give a lecture and a speech in Vegas. Um, I think it was like three years ago, and I got all dressed up. I, I, I got all these books and all my, like, I think I spent $200 just getting like 100 um, pamphlets together. I was so excited. I think only like, uh, and that was my first time too, maybe 10 people showed up. But it was the funnest 10 people, or I don't know that that's a word, but they they learned a lot. They asked me to come back the next year, but I didn't. But because uh, I had 90 books left, so I could have given to somebody. But I actually felt like you. I couldn't believe it. And it kind of made me happy. Like only 10 people would be able to say whether they liked it or not. And it, apparently it went over well. But <laughs> I wasn't real thrilled that only 10 people. I hear I thought, oh, I'm going to have hundreds of people listening to me. But that's my ego. Um, nine, nine one six. You are on with Deb. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Deb. This is Nancy. Hi. How are you? Hi, Nancy. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you. You're very welcome. So tell us, what does free will mean to you? 
Oh, wow. What a story. I, I believe it's a great experiment that actually happened on Mother Earth because I think many other planets don't have free will and everybody's interested to watch what we do with it. And just like Candy said earlier, I do believe um, there's a certain contract that we come in with and we have a choice, you know, which direction to go. And that's the free will part of it. But I also feel like some of us are breaking away from our contracts now. And I, I think we're getting away from the wheel. And so it's much more responsibility of what choices we make. Yeah. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way because I, I always feel like free will, you only have so much free will. If you came with a contract to, let's say you came with a contract at the end of that road, you better have, you know, produced it, whichever path you took. And I, I love that idea, but I'll tell you what, things are changing in the world. Things are changing big time. And I, I, let's, Amos would be perfect one to probably ask, but I, I, really love what you're bringing because it's a food for thought so okay now you have you now you can ask deb and i can't wait to hear your question actually that's <laughs> what i'm hearing <laughs> well actually deb uh yeah i'm in a uh, process of discovering who i truly am and and all my passions and pleasures and i'm really into uh, the paranormal and spirituality and and basically anything outside the box. And I'm studying a lot of courses in healing and metaphysics. And I was curious, am I going down the right direction? Um, yes, you definitely are. There's no doubt, no two ways about that. Um, but you need to look at a lot of the inspirational speakers as well because there's it's not just go and watch them. There's something in there for you when it comes to inspirational speaking. But the one thing that I would say is that a lot of people don't get, and sometimes when I say this, people look at me and they say, well, everyone knows that. And I go, yes, but do you feel it? Because I think there's a big difference between knowing something in your head and knowing it in your heart. You probably can all, you know that, don't you? When something's true in your heart, it just overcomes all logic. You know, you can know something's true in your mind and then someone says, why aren't you doing it? And you think... Oh, okay then. You know, actually I'm not. I knew it was logically true, but it's not emotionally reached me yet. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that mediumship, tarot, all that sort of thing is fantastic. But when we do that kind of work and when we're interested into it, we're also supposed to walk that spiritual path ourselves. And that's not a spiritual path of being better than other people or thinking that we you know we get it right all the time and it's everybody else that doesn't understand or they've got ego and we haven't and all these misconceptions that fly around the planet it is about your self-development so you're definitely doing right by trying to find out who you are by following a spiritual path of discovery um but as i said there's a lot in inspirational speaking for you and i think you'll definitely benefit from seeing inspirational speakers and you're going to benefit on every single level. I feel sometimes you put clothes on and you don't feel comfortable in them. And it is as basic as you're going to see a speaker one day, look at them and think, that's how I'd like to dress. I like that outfit. That's me. And you'll get a whole new, you know, um, reinvention from it. So there's a lot for you in it. You're totally on the right path. Stick with it and don't let anybody pull you off it. If you don't follow a spiritual path in your life, I'm not saying you won't be happy. You will.
will. It won't ruin your life, but there'll always be a piece of your jigsaw missing. There'll always be a little bit in you that isn't comfortable. And I had a lady read my book who closed her spiritual side down because her husband was not comfortable. And she said that one one day she was reading my book and suddenly she she said this energy came up off the page, hit her. And she said, don't be offended, Deb, but I couldn't keep my, my, my eyes open. I had to put your book down and go to sleep. She said, and when I woke up, all my guides were back. And I said, well, I think that was them using the book because it was written by a medium and actually using their power to get to you through the book. I didn't think I'd written someone's guide energy into a book, but I felt that they knew that her mind was opening by reading the spiritual growth development ideas of medium and they just put the energy through the book and that's happened with two people but you never feel right once you're on this path no matter what anyone says you stick with it and if you meet someone who tries to pull you off you've got to question that person very deeply don't let them do it because you really are bound for so much fun okay okay i agree i love that let me ask you a question because, you know, you know me, I've got callers and I'm ADD and gosh only knows, I hope that my memory <laughs> stays the way I am. Are you the caller that does extraterrestrial? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've had lucid dreams and out-of-body experiences. We have that, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because I... Yeah, I feel she, yeah, and I and I, I felt, I think, when I talked to you, I, not that I think, but I see, when I talked to you, I felt you weren't really from here, probably we're just, I mean, we're all from here, because we're here at this time, but that you, you bring a lot of the alien energy with you from other planets. Is this making sense to you? It does make a lot of sense. Yeah, it really does. Okay. That that's why I said don't let anyone pull you off, because when you start talking about aliens, people will sometimes freeze up and go, no, that's too ridiculous. So that's why they were hammering the point, don't let anyone pull you off, because you're certainly right. Yeah, wow. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This, okay, well, that that's great for you to know, because if I remember, and like I said, when spirit when – spirit, goes through me, I'm sure just like Deb, why well, I, I don't want to talk for Deb because that's not fair. But when spirit comes through me and gives a message, I usually, uh, unless they give me that message back or show me bits of what I said, I wouldn't be able to tell you for the next minute what I said. So because I'm really ch mm -hmm. conscious channeling it. So <laughs> what I do, what they're bringing me bits and pieces of what I, what I heard from you, the, you know, when, when we were talking and it was a while ago or not that while ago but uh and you're amazing i mean to be here with all the experiences that you have had is amazing and like i love when deb said you'll be an inspirational speaker or a some type of a speaker um you should you know writing and speaking i feel would be the way to get your messages out okay mm. yeah, yeah. I can what do you think deb am i overstepping my boundaries here <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm going to worry about things like that when we're trying to help people. Uh, yeah. I, you know, well, no, but I mean, help. that's what I, that's what I felt that, uh, that, that I, that they were saying that she, when you were saying, look at inspirational people, isn't that so that she's able to, to use that yeah. for something? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yes, definitely. 
Yeah. So I, I yeah. good luck. And, and I, I, I listen again, I would love to put this on my show. And I think we, we had talked about that too. So uh, people are always interested. No, I had somebody on Deb who, and, and Nancy that said that they don't like to be called aliens. They like to be called space uh, people, mm-hmm. not space people, but star, space. Star yeah. I love star seeds. Yeah. I love yeah. star seeds, but I, they I wanted to be called space. Yeah. What do you call yeah, them, Deb? Yeah. Yeah. So I love all, you know, I'm all about names because I have to say them, but I love star seeds. I think that's what we're going to say, star seeds. Okay. And I love that. So give us a call back and let us know what happens. Okay. And keep on oh, that path. Dan, thank you so much. Oh, I certainly will. Thank you. You're Take welcome. Care. Bye-bye. Now, let me tell you, Deb, we, and I am going to pick up the next caller and we have a lot of callers on. And what I do want to ask is that you will come back. You and I, I'll talk if after the show, if we can and look at a calendar, because I love bringing everybody's ability to, you know, to talk to you. But before we, I actually pick up the next caller or two, can you please tell everyone how to get a hold of you? Because you do do this for a living. I do indeed. Um, yes, hopefully. Um, right, I have my <laughs> website, which um, Bonnie put out, and I have put out on the chat list, which is www.debhawken.com, and just get the K-E-N right at the end, because um, that's the one people put K-I-N and then can't find me. So it's debhawken.com. My email address is easy. It's deb at debhawken.com. On Facebook, it's Deb Dancing Star Hawken. And every Friday, I do what I call a Friday inspiration game, where Amos will give you four choices, and then you choose one of those. And then on the Sunday evening, he'll tell you just that little bit of inspiration to get you through the week and keep you on track. I've also got a newsletter, which you could email me to join. At the moment, it comes out daily. I was going to go to weekly because I've got a book to write and I really need to focus on it. But to say there are trembling bottom lips on the newsletter list would be the understatement. But there's a subject (laughs) each week on the newsletter. And then the really famous part of the newsletter is a very cute photograph of Charlie with his wisdomness at the bottom of the newsletter. And I get many, many comments of, I do love Charlie's wisdomness and Charlie's cute and Charlie has a lovely photograph and he's very photogenic. Um, so I think we know who's the most famous one on my newsletter list. <laughs> but that comes out just sort of offering, it's exactly the same as my book, is trying to offer different thoughts, different ideas. I don't believe humans have this great ability to teach. I think what we need to throw at each other is ideas, inspiration, Anything we can think of that might help people just stay on a nice steady course through life, especially at the moment. So that's what the daily inspiration is about. And that's about the ways on Twitter. I said Deb Dancing Star Hawking on Facebook. On Twitter, I'm Deb Dancing Star. So there's plenty of ways to interact with me. But if you join, please remember, remind me that I met you on the show because um, I'm looking at guests 643 and 704. So just let me know who you are if you join, won't you? Because I'd love to have you all. Why, that's wonderful. I am going to, because I really want, 
I'm going to pick up the next caller. I'm not even going to ask what you think about uh, what you feel about free will. We're going to go right into we've been, a question. We've been about four minutes, haven't we? So we have, yeah, we only have four minutes. Would you be willing for me to pick up that call? We only have three minutes now. Absolutely. It is going to have to be a quick Absolutely. answer. 415, yeah. you are on with Deb. This is a gift for you. Go for it. Hi. Um, any messages from Spirit? That can be done quickly. Right. Uh, well, that can be done in three minutes, probably not. Um, I did just explain to another caller, my energy's not really in that place. And then a grandmother promptly came through. But I'll make you the same offer as I am, as I did to her, is if you'd like to come through on Skype, um, make an appointment to Skype me, I'll see if I can get you a message. Um, one thing that somebody has just stepped in and told me, would you understand you're not eating and drinking properly at the moment? You're not drinking enough water and you're not eating foods that make you feel good. Would that make sense to you? Um, probably the water part. Yeah, but yeah. I, I would, I'd say I, I, I try and eat healthy. Yeah, ah, but there's a big difference between eating healthily and uh -huh. eating foods that really suit you. And mm. they're asking me to look at your, for you to look at your diet and to note how you feel when you've eaten. Because oh. even though food is healthy, sometimes it doesn't work for you. Right. And I feel some days you'll suddenly go really tired and it's because whatever you've eaten, healthy oh. as it may be, it's not supporting you. Right. Okay. Like some people uh, can't eat tofu or, you know, things like that. Yeah, exactly. I had a friend once who was vegetarian and a doctor said she had to eat steak and she nearly had a fit. Right. And she came <laughs> home and put it in a pan thinking, oh my God, I can't do this. And she said, the minute I smelt it, my body said, thank you. Yeah. This is the sort of protein I need. She said, when I put it in my mouth, I thought I wouldn't be able to eat it. And I could. And that was a vegetarian of 30 years standing. And she said, <laughs> then I realized that regardless of what I thought, my body needs meat. So mm -hmm. what she does now is eats as little meat as possible. So although it's healthy, look at how it's supporting you and how combinations mm. support you and drink more water, okay? But as I said, okay. if you Wonderful. want some spirit and you, you come through on Skype, then I will see what I can get for you when my head's... I very much split out my energy. It's something I was taught to do by my first tutor. And I do agree with him. I don't like to risk mixing up the word of spirit and the word of Amos and the word of me. I prefer to be very focused that I'm looking for people from spirit and that's all I've got. Um, you know, it's just something I was taught and I believe it to be right, you know, because I could so easily, when my mind is in a completely different place, bring in something I think without thinking about it. So I hope that's okay with you, but if you connect on Skype, I'll do something for you, all right? 10 seconds. I would love to tell everyone, please come back. We will have Deb back on the show. Deb, I want to thank you. You are a wonderful guest. You're a fabulous soul and a wonderful, wonderful person that walks this earth. So thank you. And I appreciate we are completely off the air. I appreciate everyone in chat. I love my callers. Thank you for helping us in chat. Thank you for the readings you gave us. Thank you for all the callers and Thank you, Deb, for bringing the wisdom of Amos, the wisdom of you, and the wisdom of spirit to the show. Thank you, and have a great okay. evening or day, depending on where you are in the world. Okay, you take care now, everyone, and thank you for being so wonderful. Thank you. Bye.
Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.